What's up? This is Matt from Live from the Middle Urinal, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. My weekend's hot. This is Sergeant Potato Ed. Line up, line up, line up for roll call. This is Drill Sergeant Danny, Commander Kevin, Ensign Eli, at Lee's Privates. Wait, no. Private Lee Lastovica. My weekend's get ready for the magic. Sergeant Potato Ed, out. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Asante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin, and the rest of the gang, Danny, Eli, Lee, and a couple of special guests will join me in just a little bit. All right, so let me give you an idea of what you're about to hear. Today, we present to you a guest services show. Now, typically, we do a guest services segment when there is time left on a show. If you've been a listener for the past couple of months, you know that our shows have been pretty jam-packed, man. If you haven't checked out those shows yet, man, please do. We discuss Haunted Mansion Ghost, all of them, our Disneyland experience, Galaxy's Edge, and much, much more, man. So we really hadn't had time to do much listener questions, but we do receive them. And we definitely thank y'all for writing in and sharing your opinions because every opinion is always welcome on our show. Anyway, during that time, we amassed quite a few emails and decided to do a listener question show to catch us up. However, the thing to note is that we recorded the pieces of this segment on two different occasions. This is why you will hear two different guests from the Moeekin Nation on the show. First, you will hear our friend Eddie, the producer, as we like to say. Then you will hear Mr. Potato Ed toward the end. He joined us in person in the Fat City Studios while he was in town visiting. Speaking of which, y'all, if any of you Moeekins find yourself in New Orleans, hit us up. We enjoy meeting members of the Moeekin Nation. Uh, we'll go to dinner with you. We'll, you can come hang out at the Fat City Studios with us. And you know what? You might even record a new segment we're doing for those that come into town called Six or Eight Questions with a Moeekin. And that's six or eight because it depends on whether or not Lee's on the show. So if it's six, you know, me, Danny, Eli, we get two questions each. If it's eight, then that means all four of us are in force and you get two questions from each of us. And it could be anything. Some of the questions will be repeated, but hey, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. You get to hang out, see where we, how we do our stuff, see the place we record. It's going to be great. Now, I know by the time the show is released, uh, we have amassed a couple of emails in our email bank. So we're going to address those on a future show, if not on our next show, show 300. If you haven't noticed, this is show 299. And next week, next Wandu Wednesday will be show 300. Man, we made it 300 shows in two years. That's crazy. You know, we're just rocking and rolling here just because we love doing this so much. But anyway, look, today is Wandu Wednesday, 299. Next week is another Wandu Wednesday, show 300. Okay. But between that, two days from today, from this Wandu Wednesday, uh, exactly on low, let's see, uh, December the 6th in the evening, we're going to be recording our 300th show live. And you're invited. Okay, so what you need to do is uh, if you happen to be free on a Friday night and, you know, most of us middle aged people with kids and stuff are uh, we're at home chilling while the kids are asleep. But anyway, 
not to speak for everybody, but that's our particular situation. We're going to be recording our 300th show in our special Zoom room, which we will post on social media a couple days before that, once I get everything set up. But look, the first thing you need to do, since it's Wednesday, you do have a couple days to do it. Go download the Zoom app. You could put it on your laptop, your desktop, or even just handy on your phone, man. Don't use it while you're driving, of course. But yeah, you can join in the fun. We'll send you the meeting ID. And this way, all the weekends can kind of gather into our, our party chat room domicile just uh house party kind of a thing set up and we can just enjoy recording 300 show uh together uh, you can ask us questions live you can take part in the conversations heck maybe we can re- uh, help us respond to some of these listening emails that have come in since this show's got really uh, been released or if you want come on the show and ask us your listener questions in person you know we'll be able to see you, you'll be able to see us it's gonna be a great little party and all the Moeka nations invited to celebrate our, our 300th with us excuse there's a lot of thuzz going on but anyway guys look december 6th 2019 uh we're gonna say about 8 to 10 p.m central time and i'll post exact times as we get closer uh but that's around the time we're gonna be recording our show please join us in the zoom room go ahead download that zoom app zoom application whatever it is to whatever device you want to use for that night and when we send you the meeting we're gonna post actually we're not gonna send you we're gonna post the meeting id on there and so yeah definitely do that Also, guys, for the 300th, uh, if you can't make it that night, feel free to leave a voicemail or something, you know. Uh, We're going to be celebrating our 300th show. We're going to be celebrating our birthday, all that kind of stuff. You know, we turned seven years old. It's kind of crazy. Also, too, if you haven't noticed, Officer Weekend's been posting some things about our first ever gift. First ever? Ever, ever? Our first ever gift exchange for the Moeka Nation. So definitely check that out. Look for the post. We'll be posting a couple again, I guess, next day or so. And also we'll mention it on the 300th show. So if you want to take part of our first ever Moeka gift exchange, uh, let us know. Reach out to us. Uh, hopefully this becomes kind of like a little tradition amongst our community. Uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And who knows? There are a lot of things that we could go with this community if we want to. It's our choosing. So, But anyway, look, we're about to get to some guest services stuff and address some listening emails that have been sitting around. We are joined by a couple of weekends, our friend Eddie, as well as Mr. Potato Ed. So enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go service some listeners. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your nap. And here we are in guest services, and this is a segment in which we get to service you, the listener. Eli, we got your boy JJ wrote in. Oh, what's up, Jay? All right. Yep. Finally, we got around to his email. He entitles this Grumpy Old Men. Grumpy Old Men. And his email. Gotta be talking about us. No, I don't think he's talking. I think he's talking about him or maybe even the directors that were complaining about the Marvel movie. So he's talking about this goes back to the Scorsese thing and then the George Lucas thing. And that's what we're talking about. So he wrote in response to that. Okay, yeah, that was a good episode. And he says, number one, what if the stories that George Lucas wrote were worse than the so-called first three movies? And they told him good job like a parent does to a kid. And they hung it on the fridge like a poorly drawn Lightning McQueen. <laughs> he got could, the participation right. award. Exactly. He says, could the ideas Lucas had be worse than what they put out? The only way we'd know is if the ideas Lucas had were leaked, and even then it would all be subjective. For me, 
Star Wars was ruined a long time ago by its fans, like fans of the band Tool. Star Wars fans are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dang. Not wow. off a lot of people today. Yeah. yeah. And he says, and I haven't seen any of the new movies, and all I have to go on are the grumblings and the discarded diapers of some butthurt grumpy old men. <laughs> Damn. Ow. Of course. That's, that's what's brutal. Th- yes. Diapers. <laughs> And he has point number two. He's he numbered these. So JJ, thank you. Okay. Point number two. He says, sure, people seem to romanticize Martin Scorsese films, and there are really only a handful of actual good movies by him. But when was the last time George Lucas put out a good movie? 1983. And even then, that is debatable. The Ewoks were a lazy plot device. Fight me, bro. <laughs> 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 and again, ladies and gentlemen, if you write in show a magic art, I'll read it exactly how you write it. So he put an exclamation point. I gave it some exclamation. Wow, you yes. did. Yeah, I did. I did. And he has a third point. Okay. Right. Point, point number three. I am mostly agree with Martin Scorsese on this one. And of course, if you remember, Martin Scorsese said that Marvel movies were more like what theme, theme parks, parks rather than actual art. He's correct. He says correct. You said correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So anyway, so JJ goes on. He says comic book movies aren't art. It's copied homework at best. Wow. (laughs) He said it's test marketed dribble used to chuck out merchandise to a bunch of mouth breathers that pretend to be fans of the books and characters, but know nothing about them because it's another trend that people can leech off of. Not only do these movies take away from other great movies that get little to no recognition, but these movies are also hurting comic book stores and smaller publishing companies. Why go in and buy a comic when you can just watch a movie? And why would the shops make room on the shelf for lesser known companies when all anyone knows about are the Avengers and Batman? The new Marvel or DC movie fans are no different than Justin Bieber wearing a Tupac shirt or Kardashian wearing a Slayer shirt. Wow. It's a trend and nothing more to 85% of the people that claim to be fans. It makes me miss the days when I was made fun of for reading comics and I could go to a comic book convention and not have to deal with a ton of cosplayers gumming up the work so they can get an autograph from the flavor of the month TV or movie star. (laughs) And he says, but what do I know? I'm just a bitter, grumpy old guy. One love. Jeremiah, get off my lawn. <laughs> wow, that's, that's quite is a awesome. twist. Damn, because wow. in the end, the grumpy old man was him. Right? Yeah. We thought we could have been it, or maybe it was Scorsese, well written, or Coppola, or maybe even Lucas. Yes. But yeah, no, it was him. It was beautifully written. I like well, it. very well done. Well good beat. stuff. I love getting JJ emails and stuff. I don't know. I think that the uh, comic book movies will drive people more to to come uh, comic book stores in order to find out, you know, I agree more about, you know, the story that prompted these movies. Yeah. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, on yeah, that. For sure. I mean, I don't agree with him in that, on that. Point. No, well, I think, I think what he's saying too is, uh, as far as it be like smaller publishers that don't have the financial backing of Warner brothers or Disney, it might be harder for them to get that level of awareness. I mean, you're right. If somebody puts out, Avengers or Batman and Justice League, people go to buy Avengers, Batman and Justice League. They're right. not going to be like, okay, what other books have I not heard of that I could purchase while I'm at the store? Well, but on, but on that same line of thinking, I mean, you go there and let, let's say you start, you pick up like, oh man, this whole, this Batman thing, this is awesome. Like, you know, I, I love it. This is my introduction to the character. I was introduced to Batman from the Super Friends. It wasn't because right. I was picking up the comics. It was because of the Super Friends 
that I started reading the comics. Just like I, I remember when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out and all of a sudden someone was like, wait, wait, that's really, that's a comic. And right. then I went out and I started collecting the comics. Right. So that's why I would disagree in that front. But I mean, at the same time, then you go, you pick up the comics, you're like, Oh wow, dude, this guy, I like the way he does. I like the artwork. I love the story. Then you look into him. Like what else did he do? Like I started paying attention when Grant Morrison did the justice league. I was like, what else did he do? And I started animal man. And all like, I started reaching out a little bit. So I do think, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I'm not saying Jeremiah's opinion has no basis. I'm sure there are people who think like that. No, that's fair. I'm just yeah. saying, yeah, yeah the there are wagon, other Bandwagon type of stuff. Right. Huh? Yeah. Bandwagon type of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there are people who do that. But you know what? I don't think that they were going to be going into a comic book store anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, I think that's fine. I mean, what's tricky is, is like, say uh, there's movies like uh, Road to Perdition. I want to say this. There's a couple other ones that aren't as prominently made as saying this is a comic book first and now it's a movie like uh, this like Snowpiercer. That's like an independent comic book that was turned into like a film. I'm not making it up. Good Lord. It sounds like a bad G.I. Joe character. Yeah. <laughs> Snowpiercer. It's like 99 cent band. Oh, yeah. so I don't know if like people saw those movies, let's say. And Road to Perdition was pretty good. You saw that. Yeah, that I saw Road to Perdition. Yeah. So I don't know if they went in from that and said, oh, I want to buy those books. So I think it just depends on the superhero genre, which really makes everybody like, wow, it's it's a fantastic you know, world. And we already covered about mm-hmm. how you know unbelievable mm-hmm. it is as opposed to a crime drama like Scorsese would do. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not Italian. I'm <laughs> not a mobster. You know, but I like the world that he has set. That's the same thing that uh, these guys do for the Marvel movies. So I still think it's it's still a, an art form, but it's still a form of storytelling in its own, right? No, sure. no absolutely. Yeah. It's, a, it's a form of storytelling, but it it is not cinema, mainly f- uh, for the reason that uh, these movies are not relatable. I, like, okay, nobody can fly. Nobody, nobody can fly. Hammer. Nobody got coming out their eyes. Nobody's or, life requires an action beat every like right. eight minutes or something. You don't I play mean, like a good action beat when you go to work. You know, like, a, oh, you bet action beat like storytelling, not music. Right. <laughs> 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 like, what else are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, you don't play Shaft when you go to work in the morning. No. But like, to kind of spread it around because we don't want to get focused on too much. No, right. the, the Star Wars comment, I don't blame the fans of Star Wars. I mean... I get it to a certain degree what he's trying to say, but man, I, you think it's possible that Lucas did write something worse than what they put out? No, because that's I, an I, interesting I theory. No, I, I don't believe that. But I mean, I think Star Wars fans are what kept Star Wars alive. Like I was one of the rare fans that when I, when I saw the third one, I was like, that's it. I'm done. Like this was back in the day where sequels were not a thing. There was no such thing as franchises to get three movies. And have all three of them be good. It was like you hit the jackpot. You won the lottery. Go home. That's it. It's awesome. Like only within what? When we got to the 80s, like late 80s, like uh, which got going to the 90s. Did you start getting into like franchise movies where you're getting into five and six and eights and stuff like that? I mean, so, yeah, I don't know that I follow through with that logic. I think the fans kept it alive. Right. And good for them. Now, are there people who take it a little bit too far? Absolutely. But I mean, it's, that's every yeah, fan Yeah, they'll take it further than Star Trek uh, people. Those are the worst fans, I think. <laughs> really? You don't like the Star Trek people? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that that I don't dislike, that I dislike them. Uh, I'm just saying that they're more hardcore than Star Wars fans, I think, are. I would say this, as far as the thing he said with the convention, 
he has a point there. Because you remember we used to go to conventions oh, yeah, just to meet creators. Like back in the day, that was actually how you were able to get work. Now it's more a form of networking. And yeah, it's 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 the cosplay and the costumes and like, you know, the parading. And that's cool. That's like everybody posted both. But yeah, I kind of stopped going to it because it's like, well, there's no chance that, you know, uh, Jim Lee is going to be able to see my work and then offer me a, a job. That's not going to happen. I have to put all this stuff in an envelope in hopes that somebody will see it. Because meanwhile, he signed autographs on Power Girls, you know, <laughs> uniform or well, something. Well, right. But I mean, the, the majority of, of people going to Comic-Con are not going there to get a job. They got to appeal to the people who are coming. And like when we went, wasn't it like, was it Twilight that had taken over? <laughs> something had <laughs> taken over Christ. Comic-Con and people were all up in arms about it. And I can't remember what it was, if it was Twilight. Probably Twilight. Or, probably was Twilight. Sounds like a Twilight. Something they like that. Bag. They had the bag. Remember they gave us the yeah, bag? Yeah, I do remember that. And people were all like, "This is it's not even, it's not even comic. <laughs> Stupid, you know. So I do remember there being something with regards to that. I don't know. I mean, I think Comic Con and I think it, it it's evolved a bit to only in this crazy world where anybody who liked this kind of stuff, if you were in high school, got picked on, beat up for it. Yeah, they beat up on. All of a sudden, now we can all come together and like go to conventions and, and all of a sudden it's like they're not like us. <laughs> yeah, we don't like them. You know, so not a cosplayer. I can't talk cool. to you. Yeah. All right. All right. Great. So thank you guys. Uh, thank you, JJ, for writing in. Uh, don't forget, everybody, you can participate. Show at magicroy.com. Get in touch with us. Guest serviced. Who's next? All right. This next email comes from Mr. Potato Ed. Whenever my weekends, he's actually coming to town. All right. Looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Uh, anyway, he says this. This is a two part email. And hopefully it won't be too long. First, I'm happy to be getting the Disneyland episodes now as I'm making an unexpected first trip there in a few weeks. Awesome. It'll be a solo trip just ahead of a family Halloween trip to Walt Disney World. Obi Lee No Hassle Kenobi Vika got my American Express hooked up and booked up for both. Nice. Well, he's done now, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's done now. Yeah, this yeah is he's actually right. back from yeah, he's both back those trips it. now, but that's cool. Yeah, we should probably no, read good. these when they happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> all good. We're a little okay. busy. I think Better late than never. Yeah, no, yeah, we're, we, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're off, we're off in September, but it's okay. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he says, I've been going to Walt Disney World regularly since I was a kid in 1978, and this trip is by far the easiest ever. I paid a Lee, I paid Lee a lot of money so I could say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I, I think that's a long way of saying, Lee, thank you for booking his trip. That's his first point. Very, very welcome, sir. Guest serviced. <laughs> and then he has second point. Mr. Pedro says, will Bob Iger's book be, Bob Iger's book that comes out uh, tomorrow, which is September 23rd, be a topic on a future show? Peace and beignets forever, Mr. Potato Ed. You know, I got Bob's book, but I, I've been reading the Kevin Rafferty book and I kind of had to put it down for a little bit because Halloween came along. So mm-hmm. got caught up in everything we were doing around the house and stuff like that. So I got to finish that first before I jump into Bob's book. Yeah, I need to get Bob's book, period. I remember I, I missed out on the early buying, but I had to go. I should get it now. Now that Christmas coming around the corner and I have time. Maybe we'll do that. We even joked about like a book club and there was a lot of there's a lot of interest, too. Absolutely. So that could be um, something we do. And we, really? we obviously we covered the George Lucas uh, topic that he brought up in his book. So. Yes. Yeah. So that could be something we do in the future. Who knows? Pick a certain chapter of it. Read it. 
It had a no. You read the book. The whole book. It's an entire. I know. I, know. I need cliff notes. We're gonna do a whole series. We're gonna do a whole series of uh, podcasts on a chapter each. We're gonna yeah. be like audible. We'll just read out the chapter. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Mister Potato, for writing in. We definitely appreciate it. And guys, definitely write into us. Show at magicroid.com. Every opinion is welcome. Who's next? All right, this next email is from Heat Big Sweats, our resident stormtrooper, Mr. Eric Grubb. Wow, it's been a while. And fantasy football owner. That's right. That's right. He's part of the Mooican Fantasy League, I believe. Is it Fantasy League or is it the paid one? I don't remember which one it is. He's Incom Raiders. Incom Raiders, yes. So, guys, next year, if you want to join us in the Fantasy Football League, reach out to us. Let us know. We're always looking for teams. Uh, And we have two, a paid league and an unpaid league. But anyway, I digress. He says, Hiya, gents. I believe you all missed the joke for Eli about his Eli sense tingling upon hanging at the pool at Disneyland. <laughs> if you remember this, you're talking, we're talking, we're having, you know, with, with uh, you know, uh, yes, we're having, yeah, having good. A, yeah, you've seen the, the, the half naked bodies and you're, you're, and the you're, sun yes, was in his eye, sun. glistening, yes, yes, all the glistening, he was sweating yes. while I was eating, it was hot, yes, and he having had, Long Island, yeah, long, long Island iced teas, yeah. He was sitting there in like long pants, two pools. But it wasn't the was it supreme Long Island iced tea. It was just a regular Long. It was the yes, yes. it was the regular. We had yeah, to go yeah. to the other place to get the supreme. That's right. That's ultimate. 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 ultimate was at the uh, inside. The yes. Supreme's under ultimate. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Talk to Diana. Anyway, so next thing, <laughs> um, he says, I can just see the comic panel like Spider Man having his spidey sense a tingling only in Eli's case. It's originating from further down upon his person oh wow yes and enough and then he says also i don't know what eating at restaurants in new orleans is like but up here in the dmv which is dc maryland and virginia i guess that's what they call it the dmv okay as well as pretty much anywhere else i've been in the united states unless you ask restaurants don't split checks or maybe my experience is just atypical later grub So that could be interesting too. I think we might have mentioned maybe that's a cultural thing. Maybe we, maybe we so. We're I'm, I'm very used. To, like it. It depends on where you like. If if I'm going with just me and my family, I mean the waiter is pretty smart and they can say, okay, it's one check. But if I go and it's obviously there's two to three couples at the table, they always come up and they say, is this going to be one check or is this y'all you know, splitting checks? So uh, maybe, but th- again, we maybe because we're a tourist destination with with uh, what you call it, um, living in New Orleans and also with uh, Orlando. When you go to Walt Disney World, you always get asked who's on the di- before they even take your order. Who's on a dining plan? Which cards or which which people? That kind of thing. And I think I think that was what was kind of odd about Disneyland to us is that no one ever asked, and obviously because they don't have a dining plan. But I mean, still at the same time, it was kind of unusual because you could tell that we were. Not coupled. <laughs> right. No. right. No, no. I mean, I, I do a lot of traveling and, uh, you know, I went to DC uh, a couple of months ago and, you know, I went out to eat with a, with a group of friends and, you know, at the check came out, we threw three, four cards down and, uh, they split it, you know, just like, Oh, is it an even split? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but they've just brought you one check. They didn't ask you beforehand no, right, before right, they brought you the check. Right. Yeah. Right, people exactly. wealthier up there where Eric is to yeah. die here too. So you know, <laughs> they probably have the money be like, yeah, I'll fit the bill for the whole table. Not a problem. Yeah. The, the thing down here in New Orleans, you can get separate checks. It was just totally yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, you just let them know and stuff and it's all good. Although but we went to a restaurant like, the other day. It said you can get separate checks, but only three, 
up the to, split up was to up three. to three ways. Where, where was that? I can't remember. I, I was just thinking about that too because like it 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 on on the menu it, it says uh, we cannot split the check more than three. It's us. Uh, so they're they're all right with a threesome, but anything after that, that's just too much. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> You're getting ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Getting greedy. Yeah, four yes. four is a crowd. <laughs> that's one is it rock and sake that's it rock and sake. Ah, oh that's interesting okay i haven't been there in years and they did ask us how do you want to do this check right they actually yeah yeah it was like just split it i did learn something new today that that whole area is called the dmv that was interesting that's pretty I didn't cool know that. i appreciate him uh, letting know that i'll have to remember that next time i'm up there that'd be great so grub thank you for coming in thank you for playing in the fantasy league uh thank you for writing in and uh, always participating long time a week in there <laughs> Uh, so yeah, show up magicway.com. Reach out to us. Every opinion is welcome. Guest serviced. Who's next? All right. This next email is from Mr. Potato Ed. And he titles this Disney Dining and Travel Agents. And he says, hello from the other side of the world. I'm afraid Disney is completely forgetting that one of the biggest factors that makes them special, the biggest reason books have been written about their customer service is the human interaction. With their move to push us toward apps and crappy robot cameras, they're removing that aspect. As prices increase, the level of guest service, quote unquote, he says, seems to decrease. And even with this change, I'm still looking, I'm still booking with Lee. He's got my MDE info and let the Disney internet police be damned. (laughs) Insert swashbuckling Captain Morgan picture here. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, he says, just finished World Run solo trip to Disneyland. The shows and Facebook posts were really helped me out. Peace and beignets forever, Mr. Potato Ed. All right. All right. Much appreciated. man. He's got a lot of good things to say about you, Lee. Yeah, and he paid me good money to say them. Thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) He can say them all he wants. He must be booking with a different travel agent than me. (laughs) (laughs) And to be fair, Mr. Pedro Ed does send us beignets on a regular basis. Oh, that's awesome. He's been helping us out recoup the Disneyland uh, funds that we have paid out. Yes. So thank you very much. Friend and Lee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a little bit more ominous. <laughs> say it like a little that. bit. I guess saying like, "You've got a friend in Lee." <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Right? Sounds like your friend is actually in Lee. Yes. <laughs> like my friend downstairs is in Lee. So your spidey sense is tingling down. Yeah. <laughs> down there. Down there. Down there. Yeah. On his person. But a little equated. Yeah. In his person. All yeah. the people. On the, in his person. In his person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, Mr. Panetta makes a good point about human interaction, you know, that's that whole thing about, you know, relating to to your customer and interacting with them and just, you know, uh, making, helping them enjoy the experience. No, he's right in that case, because it's a vacation spot. It's not like going to a relative's house where they feel they don't have to treat you any sort of because you're related. I mean, that's what Disney is known for. And yes, having to deal with an app and robots and stuff. I get it. That does make you feel a little dejected. You know, it's a little impersonal. <laughs> now, try going on uh, vacation with your travel agent. Uh, and that, <laughs> that's, that's an experience. That's a whole different experience. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, I got you this far. You're booking the fast passes on your own. <laughs> yeah. Right. See you later. I'm out. Shoes and underwear everywhere. Go. She just leaves underwear like it's nothing. He's got right. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, just keep that made. There's no problem. <laughs> you order some more. You <laughs> autograph it for him and stuff. I get something. him at the airport. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> little something of me to you. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Mr. Potato, for writing in. We definitely appreciate it. And guys, definitely write into us. Show at magicroid.com. Every opinion is welcome. 
guest serviced. Who's next? All right. On this email, we have a local, Mr. Ryan W. And again, I'll save the last names to protect the innocent. But anyway, he says, hey, guys, during episode 293, and thank you, Ryan, for posting the episode you're referencing. Yeah. During and, and by the way, no one who listens to this show is innocent. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Y'all guilty. And we're kid? right there with you. That's right. <laughs> you're just protecting. We're all frying together. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, it says during episode 293, Danny mentioned that he is hard pressed to find five things that are better in Walt Disney World than in Disneyland. Oh, wow. I'm about one Mm. month out of my first trip to Disneyland, so I can't answer the question directly, but I can give five reasons that I think Walt Disney World is a better choice just from the planning phase of this Disneyland trip. Now, these opinions may change once I actually get there and experience the park, but this is how I feel as of now. That's a very interesting dynamic. Mm -hmm. Never been to Disneyland, but he's taken it from the planning part of it. Very good. Well, that's that's the appropriate direction to attack it because i i thought when i said that originally i was referring to attractions like i was uh, when i think we were talking about attractions i'd have to go back and listen to the show i think so and and it was like doppelganger attractions to to be more specific like i was hard pressed to think of attractions that we have here that they do better or whatever and then i think the conversation morphed well, Obviously, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I mentioned the monorail thing, so that kind of right. took it out of the, the attraction. But thing. in Disneyland, that's an attraction. Yeah, in Disneyland, it's an attraction. You're exactly. Right. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. It, it kind of followed through what we were saying. Yeah. But yeah, clearly there are five elements, at least five elements that that Disney World would do better than Disneyland. Yeah. Well, either way, so this is what Ryan mentioned. So he says number one. And uh, he says, on-site pricing resorts. So the wife and I have only been to Walt Disney World twice as adults, and both times we stayed at Pop Century. We are rope dropped till close, people, so we have not ventured into moderate or deluxe resorts yet. Unless you count the good neighbor hotels, there are no value-level DL Disneyland hotels. We are staying at one of those good neighbor hotels, but it just doesn't feel like it's going to be the same as staying as an on-site hotel. That is true. That that actually that will mess up your entire experience. You're going there. Lee, did he book with you yes oh you didn't <laughs> stop him <laughs> you did not stop him from doing this you have to let the client be involved to some degree with his decisions so uh definitely i definitely gave him some options and explained what would be the difference between staying on site and off site well this but, is what he says about that he says however yeah. since we are only using it as a place to sleep this will probably not be a big deal but it was a little worrying to me because while it's still technically a good neighbor hotel it's still a best western that mm-hmm. is true that is exactly what my sister and brother-in-law said and they are both disney fans and they booked it and they were like we didn't feel like we were in the magic i was gonna say all. i remember that conversation yes i mean they they totally regretted it and said from now on i'll never not stay at a disney hotel when i'm but visiting it disneyland. is a challenge though i mean if, if you don't have a deluxe budget you know what do you do well, you know, paradise it's, is, it's, it's difficult is paradise pier really that far off from a moderate it's the most affordable of the deluxes for sure but you know it's still not it's still not quote-unquote cheap i mean it's not pop century it's not all-stars you know pricing so yeah yeah but you know if you say the all-stars you're not walking to the magic kingdom in five minutes right (laughs) it's it's it is i see what they're saying and they're right but i mean you're staying at a value and you're still going to get there 
faster than what you were if you were saying the All-Stars and you were going to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. But, just, I, I feel the pain. That's all I'm saying. It's like, it's, there's, there's not those options. There's not as many options as there is at Walt Disney World. Well, but th- doesn't that just make sense? There's only two parks. There's, I mean, that's, that's part of what I'm saying. Yeah, there are advantages that Disney World is just going to have from the blessing of size. I'd put restaurant variety right up there with hotel variety in that you can get so many different kinds of uh, cuisine uh, that you can't get. I mean, the restaurant choices at Disneyland are, are fairly limited. Uh, there's only a couple of sit down restaurants where you can really kind of. But yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was no, going to no. say, but like if you're talking about like a hotel or something like that, I mean, if you go on a vacation is a Disney vacation. Aren't you just going to the hotel and just like, you know, sleep and make sure you're good so that you could go to the park the next day? Well, I mean, that's that's the way they're approaching this particular thing. So, once yeah, once you know. once you've been spoiled by Walt Disney World, once you've been cradled in the embrace of the magic and you're surrounded that. by that 24 seven, that is something that it is hard to break from. quit. Yeah. When okay. you and go ahead and you do it another the opposite way. Yeah. And, and I want to speak as somebody who has been to Disneyland twice in the past month or so. Mm-hmm. OK, uh, recent. So Lee, you, you booked me one. Um, when was it? November, right. and uh, I just happened to be back out there in December. So I had bought a military three day ticket. Lee got me hooked up and booked up with no oh, Hassle Vika, Vika. <laughs> with, with no refund Vika. <laughs> <laughs> but but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got kids man but, he's got uh, kids he's yeah, got that yeah. he's laughing right now got yeah it. i've got kids too i understand that <laughs> but um so no the, you know the first time i i did that I, I had a deliberate plan and and lee got me hooked up and booked up which was an awesome experience uh the second time i was there for business but i had one day left on my ticket that i had bought my three-day ticket so i i, I stayed nearby i was working nearby there's no comparison Absolutely no comparison to the service, to the, the the quality of the accommodations, to the attention that people pay to you as a guest, no matter what class of room you stay in, uh, and and the attention to detail, you, you know, what what they put into the lobby and the welcome reception. I would say definitely stay at the Disney Hotel if you can afford it. Here's the thing, right? I mean, now having stayed at World and the Land, this is. It's just two different experiences. Now, I got to admit, when I stayed in the world at the different resorts, and I've, I've stayed in all different kinds, I mean, you know, some low-key, some high-key. But here's we had a hurricane and we stayed off-site. Absolutely. But here's the thing, right? Like, when I was at Disneyland, at least, like, I, that was pretty much the most comfortable that I had felt. I didn't feel like I was really, like, out of my element. I didn't feel like, you know, uh, I was just somewhere where there was too many things going on. It was like, oh, look, this is a cool place to chill. Have the ultimate Long Island iced tea. Sounds good. You know, it just depends, I think, on your style or your preference. All right. So we go to number two, Ryan says. He says, exclusive attractions. In 293, y'all spoke about how Mickey's Runaway Railroad 
Where was she? What? The railroad? Railroad, yes. Railroad was going to be better implementation of Disneyland, but what about all the other attractions that are coming only to Walt Disney World? Tron, Ratatouille Adventure, Guardians of the Galaxy Coaster, Mary Poppins. And he goes on to say, I don't believe any of those are coming to Disneyland. You also have Toy Story Land and Flights of Passage that recently opened. Now, this is not to say that Disneyland doesn't have its own selection of exclusive attractions that are worth visiting for, like Incredicoaster, Indiana Jones, Matterhorn and the coming Marvel Land with its own attractions. But I feel those new rides and lands could easily be added to Walt Disney World, whereas it's harder to fit a ride with a larger footprint like Tron in Disneyland due to the space restraints. I feel like this is probably the weakest of the five, but the sheer uh, sheer amount of space at Walt Disney World allows for more expansion, which would translate into more attractions. Yeah, again, there's a size argument, and and I think that's what it kind of goes back to. Now, on the other hand, I can make the exact opposite argument for Disneyland, which is to say, because of the lack of size, you don't have to walk so much, so you're not killing your body so much on your vacation. You're not walking away from by the second day, and you're just ugh. I'm so spent. you're saying yeah. size doesn't matter? Size, well, it's uh, how you <laughs> use it's it. It's the quality that counts. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have a big delay is, of course, as long as the quality of the stuff that you have within that land. <laughs> right. I don't want to yeah. walk so much that my shoes come apart and they start yeah. talking to me like we've walked too much. Yeah. I don't want. Like size matters, but it can't be all that matters. Right. Well, the size argument is, is given by Walt. I mean, that's the reason why Walt designed Walt Disney World. Sure. Uh, yeah. He bought all that space because he didn't want to be restricted like he was in Anaheim. So, I mean, there's a reason for that sure but it's that it's that too is it maybe i should ask this is it too hard to assume that they just can't like if it really came to land expansion disney couldn't pull that off if it really came down to it if the property cost i mean disney what? like you're talking about disneyland or well disney world disneyland he's disneyland. talking about disneyland I mean, yeah you're talking bill billions of dollars yes you know, because they already, everyone around there knows what they've got and they don't want to give it up. This so, is why that parking complex okay, keeps going so higher. Let, Fair enough. Let, let, let's, let's look at the, um, the, the size, the size thing. Um, Epcot, I mean, that is the geographically largest facility they have. They're so spread out. You've got to walk for freaking ever. What are your thoughts on that? That's exactly why I, I, I see his point, but I, I think that the reverse is just as true with the whole concept of I don't want to have to kill myself on a vacation and the charm and the quaintness and the closeness of, of what you're able to experience and still not walk away saying, yeah, but we missed out on this. this and there is none of that in, in Disneyland. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't go to Disneyland and be like, uh, yeah, we went, but I missed out on what Avatar land. No, I don't care. Right. I mean, like, what, yeah. what did I miss out on by going there? I mean, would it be nice to visit the country? Sure. But I think the only thing there you miss out on is is some of the rides just because you don't want to wait in the line. Yeah, there's that. But I mean, I I'd just as gladly take Matterhorn. I just as gladly take Radiator Springs Racers. I just as gladly take um, Mission Breakout. Mission Breakout. I mean, any of the... The, the unique uh, attractions that they have over the Indiana Jones, for Just God's sake. Prioritize what, what time you have. Right. Yeah, I would love to go and ride the trial ride, but I'm not worried about going to Tokyo right now. I think the argument has more merit if you're sacrificing rides over there. Now, he might have a point with the water parks. The water parks are two separate entities that have a lot of different attractions, but let's be honest, the average 
Walt Disney World goer always skips the water parks. So uh, if you're going to throw that in, and I always make it a point to go because I love the water parks. But uh, if you're going to throw that in there as well, then yeah, now you're you're getting into experiences that I can't have at Disneyland. I got to be at the world to do it. All right. So number three, he says travel time. Now, this is more personalized to NOLA than other places, but getting from here in New Orleans, he's talking about to Orlando is a lot quicker, easier and cheaper than Anaheim. That is true. Southwest regular has flights to Orlando for sub $100 each way. It is also within driving distance. Yep. Realistically, you are not driving from New Orleans to Disneyland, although I have. Uh, Flights take at least twice as long, and that's if you are flying to LAX. If you go to John Wayne, then you have to make a connecting flight, which could put your airline travel time upwards to six hours. That is not true. You can just land in John Wayne and take a whatever, rent a car or take a cab. Yeah, you want to go to John Wayne. Yes, that I have to disagree with Ryan on that one. Right. And then he says, then you have to pay to get from the airport to DL. Uh, The shortest uh, flight, let's see, the shortest flight I can do from MSY to SNA is seven hours and 15 minutes with a two hour layover in Denver. This takes up. I yeah, know. I was going to say, we didn't No, I took a direct flight. We took a direct flight with Southwest or well, at least going home. We did yes. from, S, from John Wayne to Moisant. So, yeah, y'all had the layover in Houston, right? We had a but layover was, in Houston not, going I mean, not even a layover. You just had to stop and let me on the plane. Not going home. It not going home was direct. Yeah, going breakfast. home wasn't a direct flight. That is absolutely true. Yeah, right. Going home was a direct flight. Yeah, we just stopped by to get your ass. <laughs> now, i know it's cheating a little bit but the good thing is you get two extra hours when you get there so you know you get there and you're thinking it's it's still two o'clock in houston but it's only 12 o'clock over there so you got more time to use well you know what i mean so, yeah i mean i know that's 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 not really like a f- apples and oranges but no all, all i know is when i got there i'm like oh it's only 12 o'clock. We still got time to do everything. Lee, I, I disagree. I think that's a genius point you just made. You just say it's nothing. No, that's a genius point that you just made, which is that you gain an extra two hours in your travel time. So not to mention what you lose is, okay, you go to Orlando and then you get off the plane. And then you got to stand in line for the Magical Express and hopefully you catch the right bus going out. Then you kind of go through the three to four stops right. that they have to make in order to go ahead and get to your hotel. Then you got to go through the check-in process at the hotel, leave all your stuff there. Now you got to sit there and you got to wait for a bus to take you from wherever it is that you're staying to the parks. So when you factor all that time in, I'm not guessing you're saving that much more time. No, and, and that is exactly why I booked the flight times that I booked when I flew out to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he goes on to say the shortest flight I can do, like what he says, is the shortest flight I can do from Moisant to SNA, John Wayne, is seven hours and 15 minutes with a two hour labor in Denver. That's not the shortest flight I've gotten. Uh, this takes up a huge portion of the travel day that you don't have to deal with going to Orlando. Quick direct flight in the morning, then he's talking about to Orlando, and you could be in the park by noon. This is actually more of a problem for us during the flight back home, so, and he's talking about Disneyland again, uh, since we lose two hours due to time change. No, that is true. That is that's, true. That's yes. the trade-off. Yes. But he's equation. not... But that's the thing. He's, 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 you know, hitting Disneyland because, yeah, I lose two hours on the way back. Thanks, Disneyland. But he's not giving them credit for the two hours he gains Jeez. Oh yeah, Take on the way over there. That. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get what you're saying and, and point well. And Ryan's very educated on this, by the yeah. way. And he's local. We need to have him in studio at some yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely. If but I mean, like, aren't you booking a vacation for longer than two days, right? I, well, I would think. Know, no. I mean, look at me. Fair. 
Lee, what was my last one I booked with you? Well, even when you went to World, what did y'all do? do like four days? And yeah. And at land, you just did the one day because you had that layover. Exactly. So, ah. so you you can never tell what somebody's individual situation is. Well, that's fair. You want to kill time, but if this guy's playing a vacation, then that means that he's going there for. No, I, I see your point. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's a difference yeah, between. That, okay, yeah. that that that's fair. He's saying there's a yeah. difference between planning a vacation and being like, oh shoot, I got a day. Yeah, you know. But- Ain't no slight on you. It's just he's talking about vacation play. This dude is planning like his trip from various airports. That's pretty deep. You're right. By the way, he goes on to say there is a direct flight that leaves from 1030 from LAX, but you have to be in a rush hour LA traffic, which means you should probably give yourself 120 minutes travel time. Then security line time, which is going to make for a long morning, which is why you don't fly to LAX. Now he's right about that. But yeah, that's why you don't want to do LAX if you can avoid it. If you can avoid it. Oh, God, yes. But then he says if you fly out of John Wayne, then you have to do connections and that eats up the entire day. That is incorrect. Yeah, no, you can no. find flights we that are not right have no that. connections. Right Since that. the time change works for your favor in Florida, you can go to the parks, air, relax at the hill, and get home for uh, about an hour until after your flight leaves. So yeah, there's still a little discrepancy there. And then I'll, 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 I'm, I'm, while you're we're talking, I'm going to go in Southwest and I'm going to see if there's direct flights. <laughs> have a book yeah, of flights. Well, see how long it takes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can talk about now. Delta. If you have to drive, I, I'd rather do the drive to Orlando. Oh, for sure. Well, for yeah, sure. absolutely. Easily, I would yeah. agree with that too. I mean, I rent a good car. I wouldn't drive my truck that far out. And, and, and by the way, we can't put ourselves in his head. So I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. it, like for him. It, that could absolutely be true. He could he could give a damn less about staying within the magic. Right. He could yeah. give it, you know, That's and, fair. and so yeah. I think you got to kind of factor that into it. I, I think most people that I've talked to, and Ed, you're not the only one. Another listener said the exact same thing, where it's like, yeah, I booked it offsite. I'll never book offsite again when Disneyland. Um, so I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember who it was. And But anyway, let me give you one more thing he, he's not, he's leaving out, is that the Magic Kingdom, is, it stays open way later in Disneyland yeah. than in it does in it, Disneyland. We're talking yes, about like three it, to four I hours. Surprise! Absolutely, I mm-hmm. was shocked at that. And uh, just to, but to validate what he's saying, I've I've searched for the last uh, four. I've gone through November twenty second through November twenty sixth right now, and thus far, I have not found one flight that is a direct flight from here to John Wayne for a last so, minute flight. For a last minute flight, yeah, correct. I, I'll I'm going to keep working, and we'll see what happens. Of course, but, we're close to Thanksgiving too, and we are close yeah. to Thanksgiving. Yeah, very very fairly made point. All right, and he goes to point number four. It says dining. It says, my wife likes to take a little break around 2 to 3 p.m. each day and do sit-down table service dining when we are in Walt Disney World. When looking at the options in Disneyland, I feel like they are lacking. We are not that big into seafood, and since we are from New Orleans, we didn't want to do meals that we could get here, so that ruled out a lot of the places in New Orleans Square. Uh, not saying that there aren't good options in Disneyland, but just a plethora of table service options at Walt Disney World really makes it stick out to me how little options we have for in-park dining. Disney World has so many places to choose from, like Boma and Jico at Animal Kingdom Lodge. All the different cultural options in Epcot, character dining, as far as the eye can see, and even whacked off beef. Wow, you. <laughs> the Yasmin. Oh, nice yeah. callback, sir. No, that- Excellent callback. There's a regular listener. Whacked off beast is is, uh, right next door to Gnarly Head. That's right. (laughs) Awesome callback, Ryan. And then he finishes the point. He says, I'm guessing since Disneyland is more of a local spark, they don't have as many options because people either bring food or eat quick service outside the parks. Uh, Well played. Yeah, yeah. Totally. 100%. 100%. What you will find is you have a lot better uh, counter service options and quick service options. Uh, But as far as sitting down, 
but I will say this: like if I was on, if I do another, when I do another Disneyland vacation, you know, I wouldn't mind eating at the same restaurant twice. Whereas the world, you're like, no, I, you know, I, I, I'm only going to do Ohana once because I got these other five or six choices I want to do. But I'd have no problem doing Carthay Circle twice and just ordering different items off the menu, you know. So, but, and I'm not invalidating what he said because I 100% agree. There's so many. I mean, dining to me is the best part about planning my Walt Disney World vacation. <laughs> yes, you know, it's just, just planning the dining. So. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And that goes back to the whole blessing of size argument that, of course, yeah, you're going to have multiple different restaurants, but now how many different buses do you have to ride to, in order to be able to make sure that you get over to your you know 940 reservation at Narcoozies while staying at the Art of Animation or whatever? Uh, there is that, that factor to uh, contend with, but I think you nailed it where, right, the plethora of, and I know what a plethora is, plethora. <laughs> the plethora of dining options because of the blessing of size that Walt Disney World is a clear advantage, but I would say the counter service options over at Disneyland are better. Yeah, I think we mentioned that too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also a point though, he mentions that he's trying to accommodate his lady as well, which knocks out other bunch of options. So like if maybe this would be a different point too, like as a single guy that goes, I mean, I was good with the options I, I saw over there at Disneyland. I mean, again, it wasn't a thing of I'm hungry. Let me walk 20 miles to get a bite. And they got the original turkey leg recipe. I'm good with what they serve <laughs> over there. Well, not to mention all the different restaurants in the hotels, Napa Rose, uh, Steakhouse 55. I mean, there there are a lot of options outside of the parks as well that we didn't even get to hit on because we didn't have enough time. We were only and we were there for like four days. And can I say it's a very chill atmosphere that they had there for the cast members sure. at the restaurants? I mean, it, you don't feel as rushed to be in and out. I mean, it's very accommodating as well. So oh, that's I mean, a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. I mean, that's a testament to the place that I mentioned before is like even though it's a small little footprint, there's still a lot of stuff. And I know I didn't see everything there. No. In Disneyland, for sure. I mean, even Trader Joe's, they accommodate as best they could. I mean, yeah. You know? All right. So point number five, he has. Point number five. He only has five points. Only has five points. Issue number five. Yes. Uh, So water parks, he says. He says, I know some people are not big fans of water parks, but I enjoy them. While there is a grizzly river run in Splash Mountain in Disneyland, Mm -hmm. it's not the same as a full-fledged water park. Mm -hmm. I don't really have much else to add to this one since there's nothing to compare it to in Disneyland. Oh, I mean, that's just dead on the money. We yeah. talked about that just a little while ago. The water parks are an unappreciated commodity. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as long as you go with that. An unappreciated commodity. Uh, too often by frequent visitors goes unexperienced. And it is really uh, a gem, especially in that Florida heat. It's a gem and, and every single one of them, a lot of people think like, oh, I'm wasting a day. I'm going to a water park. I'm wasting a day. You're not. You're, you're going to have a different experience and you're probably going to have a better experience than what you would if you rode, say, Toy Story Mania for your 18th time. Fair enough. But can I say, can I ask this? Right. You go. Okay. So here's the thing, right? I mean, it's Florida. It's humid. California, not so humid. Also, there's like, I mean, you still have your pools. You still have your water slides and whatnot at the hotels where you get to be at, what, five 
10 minutes away from the park. I mean, well, yeah, but there he's right. There's a difference between a water slide and a water park. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Yes. That's you can't, fair. as a yeah. family, you know, you know, board a raft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I mean, race another family or nothing. It's just not, no. Yeah, I mean, you're he's the right. water park guy. Whenever we go on a vacation, you're just like, hey, look, I'm going to take it back to the water park. You want to come like that? Nah, I'm going to take this back. Mm-hmm. So, now, you came one time with you and Hannah. Yeah, that was like way back. No, way back. Way, way back. Is there an option in Disneyland to, to not obviously with Disney, but is there a water park nearby? It's an option. I'm sure there is. Yeah, Yeah. California for sure. Uh, Is it included in the price of your ticket or as an add on? No, No, of course not. Right, right, right. Yeah. So this point's valid. I will say this, though. I've been looking feverishly and I'm I'm in the February. I cannot find um, a no stop trip. Straight to now, not coming back, coming back, I can, but going straight from you know here to John, I cannot find a flight without one stop. Interesting okay. to, yeah, to, to yeah. You know, validate another one of his points. Yeah, maybe routes have changed. I know I've taken a direct flight out there every now and then. No, I'm not saying yeah, it doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. It's, it's as of right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what we find. I'm just glad to get out the house. That's how I look at it. <laughs> so, Ryan wraps up his email. It says, All that being said, I am still excited to go and hope to have a lot of fun. When I did go to Walt Disney World as a kid, nine years old, I remember the, a section of the park that was just houses and the characters would walk around and you could get autographs and take pictures out in the open wherever you were in that moment it appears to be that same way at disneyland now so i'm looking forward to that i didn't go to walt disney world when they were doing the paper fast pass so i'm a little worried about how the system is going to work but a lot of people seem to say the old system was better since i've only visited in the fast pass plus era i don't see it as being that bad one memory that i remember vividly from that trip when i was a kid was a sign in the line for splash mountain that said one hour from here so when i went as an adult Fast Pass Plus was amazing to me. Guess I'll see how it compares come December first, and I will say Max Pass is much better than Fast Pass Plus. Yeah, yes. that is my experience, and you're gonna you're gonna enjoy that Agreed. once you get used Way to that. Way less confusing. Yes, you know, but I'm I'm curious to see what his trip to Disneyland ends up to see if any of his uh, has any revisions to what he's made or if he has any additional things to make. Yeah, and no, I, I would like to hear about it. And like I said, he's definitely got an invite to be on the show at some point in time. We'll just, you know, figure out exactly what works for him and his schedule and when we can make it happen. If he wants to do it, maybe he he prefer to, you know, just send an email about it, which is yeah. totally cool. If you yeah. if you if you if you like to come the gateway, that's totally fine too. His opinion is welcome. Exactly. Right? Whether, regardless of form that you would like to take to express that, absolutely. Whether it be in studio or via voicemail or via written print. I mean, or your speak app. Yes, yes, SpeakPipe. That's right, SpeakPipe. Yes. I mean, look, I, again, I was a Disney World guy, and, like, I heard Kevin, you talk about it. I heard Danny talk about it. I heard, I remember there was, like, a show where somebody compared the list, and they were like, yeah, Disneyland, better Disney World. I was like, what is this foolishness? What is this rubbish? But I got to say, I mean, having that trip, just going for that period of time, I was less exhausted. I saw more. There was, you know, a lot to do outside of just the the park. I mean, you know, I had a good time. I mean, and it doesn't diminish the fact of it being a smaller park as opposed to this park, you know, Disney World being like what having a billion people there. You got to like double jump over children, all this other stuff. It really is a chill vacation. 
That's how I look at it. Yeah, I'll, I'll end this with a point where regardless of this is, you know, in music, we got a thing where it's like, you know, it doesn't matter how long you practice. It's the quality of practice that you have within that time. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. You know, so you could practice for 10 hours a day, but if you could do the same thing in 10 minutes. It's the quality. It's just about as good. Yeah. Same thing with drawing. Yeah. In terms of size. That's that's a perfect way to leave it off. Yeah. You know yep. the story. Yeah. It's, it's all about, all the, about glory. the glory. That's, that's right. It. So, Ryan, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for writing in, and I hope you enjoy your trip to Disneyland. I look forward to hearing whatever you have to write to us and communicate to us about your trip as do we all and if any of you guys out there want to uh, chime in on this uh, five reasons to pick Walt Disney World over Disneyland you're more than welcome to show up magicart.com is the way to go guest serviced Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed our responses to some of the awesome questions and comments that the Moican Nation had sent out to us. If you want to learn more about us, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. Shoot us an email at showatmagicarway.com. Leave a voicemail via speed pipe widget on our homepage. Or you can call or text us at 1-815-MOWEKEN. Everybody together now. It is 1-815-MOWEKEN. 6694226. Very good, guys. And of course, we do have a couple of guys who do things outside of the podcast. Don't forget to support independent artist Eli over there at ivorycomics.com. There you'll find all of his comic books from Project Geisha to Savages, everything else. He's a totally independent artist. So all the money that you, you, you know, when you pay for the comic books, all the money goes directly to him. There's no middleman there. So you're paying for that art. You're supporting a uh, fellow artist. And of course, yeah, we are artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. So go over there ivorycomics.com and you can check out all the stuff that he has to offer if you want to get back to the podcast he does keep a link of the magic Army podcast website on his website so there you go we got a little uh hand in hand cooperation happening between us and the e-man so anyway and guys if you want to book a vacation man trust lee of magical moments of vacations uh he's our official travel agent in the magic Army podcast uh magical moments vacations is a platinum earmark disney travel agency so just the loves them and there's a reason why they love them uh so will you guys uh so make sure you shoot him an email at lee at magicoway.com or you can give him a call man and we'll post that number in the show notes so remember every portion of his booking goes towards the magic Away podcast so not only are you getting an awesome vacation but you're also getting helping out uh your favorite podcast in the disney fan community so guys he will get you hooked up and booked up everybody say it we know Hasselvika. Good. Yeah, I heard you in the back. Awesome. Very good job. Hey, if you want to support the show as a whole, you can do so through the following ways, man. Shoot us some beignets and support the show that way, just like Mr. Potato Head does and all the Moicans, all the crazy Moicans out there sending us beignets. It's awesome. Getting powdered sugar all over my face. Anyway, you can represent the Moican nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And we're currently kind of working on our shop, you know, going to get that better, especially for the 300th going into the new year. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and review an Apple podcast or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. Also, remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And finally, guys, if you want to have a space in which you can freely speak your Disney mind without fear of retribution, join us in the Moeek and Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you'll have have the chance to interact with all the famous Moicans as well as Danny, Eli Lee, and yours truly. And of course, we want to thank Moicans and our friends, Eddie, the producer, longtime friend, man. We go way back. And also new friends, Moican, 
Mr. Potato Ed, thank you for coming in town and gracing us with your presence. It's been a lot of fun. We look forward to your next visit for sure. And of course, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Hour podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Wiggins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini, and on behalf of Danny, Eli, Lee, Mr. Potato Ed, Eddie, the producer, my name is Kevin. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Guest serviced. Hey, it's Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast, and when I'm not stuffing tacos down my throat, I'm listening to the Mad Hatter Radio. Adios, amigos.